0: Hi, my name is Ethan Spazarski, and this is a official review <coughs> of the story of My Sin Man. So, the three main points I wanted to cover today on uh, today's podcast is uh, number one, the event of whenever we are being introduced to the characters, uh, Lenny and George. They are coming down a beaten path. It's kind of like the setting is set as more of a passive tone backyard woodsy kind of vibe you know animals strutting it's pretty quiet nothing too loud or dangerous uh it, it gives you a description of these two guys one big muscular the other one short and scrawny but you can i mean just by the setting and um the setting up of the characters you can simply see uh how it kind of foreshadows and begins the many bits of foreshadowing throughout the entire book of just who they are because you see as the book goes on how Lenny is and how there obviously is something wrong with him. But people don't understand and don't know how to work with it. And instead of helping, they judge him. Uh, along That goes along with George. Uh, but it also sees how George and Lenny's relationship and friendship uh, really have bonded and made it strong together. Which kind of like ends up hurting them at the end of the book. <coughs> My second point I wanted to get to, I think an important part of the book, was whenever... Uh, Lenny went into Crooks' uh, kind of shack whenever the guys were out of town. So, uh, late at night, a, a lot of the workers had gone out to the town, to the, uh, I think it was either like a strip club or something, or a club or whatever, and they were out in the town, but Lenny had to stay behind because just being Lenny of who he is, Um, Lenny said to stay behind, and he was taking care of his puppy and walking back from the barn, and he saw the light in Crooks' room was on, so he had went over, To Crooks' room and he had just went in and just wanted to talk to him. But Crooks, being a a black man at the time, wasn't treated fairly. And didn't have the same, like, respect as everybody else. So whenever Lenny just barged in, he kind of found that rude. And he was kind of like, hey, you don't have a right to be in here. You know, you shouldn't be in here, blah, blah, blah. Uh, And as they go on, uh, Lenny, excuse me, he begins to talk about the dream and their goal of uh, him and George owning land. Uh, And that he'd be able to cut the grass and take care of the rabbits and the animals that they'd have. Because Lenny's a simpler guy. As I mentioned before, Lenny, there's something going on in his head. Something's not right. But for some reason, he's just like a big gentle giant. He's had issues in the past where if he likes something, he just wants to touch it or hold it. And the thing that really brings out in him mostly is animals. You see this throughout the book whenever he's introduced to the puppy that he gets to take care of until like nearly the end of the book. The rabbits he wants to take care of. uh, The squirrel that he ends up... Or the mouse or the squirrel that he ends up killing on the introduction of the book. With his strength. Um, That's all Lenny wants. And so Lenny's describing this to Crooks. And Crooks is like, dude, you're you're basically tripping. You don't know what you're talking about. That's never going to happen. Reality is we're lower class. We're going to be working our whole lives. Blah, blah, blah. But Lenny, no matter what, continues to persevere and push through. And he always believes throughout the entire book that this is what's going to happen. They can get through this, they'll learn everything they need to do, and they'll be able to get to this point. Uh, So later on, uh, Curly's wife, who actually doesn't even have a name, ends up coming into the story, comes comes up into the room, excuse me, and basically continues. This is like, what are you guys talking about? Because she can't, she's not really allowed to talk to anybody else. Curly doesn't let her. But she also isn't as much in love with Curly as he is with her. So that relationship and dynamic is kind of messed up. So Curly's wife just tries to talk to other people, but they don't want to do anything with her. And they know if they talk to her, Curly's going to get hurt and try to start drama. So whenever no one does that, Curly's wife's offended. So then she starts going after Crooks because he's black. And Crooks is, is, is not intimidated in the slightest. And he stands up for himself, but he also realizes, because he's black, he as much as he wants to believe the dream, that's also a reason why he can't. Um, and the final event uh, that takes place is the murder of Lenny. So at the very end of the book, Lenny had uh, actually crushed his puppy while they were sleeping in the barn. Uh, and then Curly's wife had come into the barn to talk to him. They began to talk, and he tried to silence her, but instead he broke her neck. Ended up killing her, which leads to Curly finding out, getting really upset and trying to find and kill him. Lenny and George made an agreement when they walked in that they would meet the shrubbery where they slept before they went to the, um, the shrubbery before they went to the farm. And as they begin to go there, he realizes he gets there, George has to, George has to take care of this because he'll never be able to get to his dream of owning land and being successful in getting out of the farm, if Lenny's with him, so he borrows um, he borrows the gun, and Slim's gun, excuse me, and he does end up shooting Lenny in the back of the head, just like Candy had to do to his dog, shooting him in the back of the head, and it kind of is the same thing, because uh, Candy's dog was very old and useless physically. But the moral value was still there. And the same thing with Lenny. Lenny was mentally useless, but the moral value, that his ties to George were very close. And it, this killed, just absolutely destroyed George he, that he had to do that. But it's something that just is seen throughout the book and you could feel and it's foreshadowed a lot. And Steinbeck does a great job of really just saying it without saying it and symbolizing and foreshadowing. So that is the last event of the book. Uh, thank you for listening. This has been Ethan Spazarsky talking about Of Mice and Men.